Welcome to the Untitled Car Project podcast. Your one-stop show about Indian car enthusiasts capable of giving Dominic Toretto a run for his money. With serial gearhead Siddhant and Shivam, here we go. Sorry, yeah, no, it's fine. It's fine. It's completely fine. So yeah, we. I'll just give a brief introduction to us. Yeah, sure. We were three friends back in college and back in school, in fact. Okay. So we suddenly decided that we should, you know, get in the whole car culture and motorsport culture of India because it's not on a particular platform wherein people can see it. People can Correct. know about it. Uh, we, uh, you and me, we also had a talk around, say, around two years ago or one year ago. About the whole culture thing, and I talked yes. to you about your car. Mm-hmm. So today, what the whole point of the meeting is, or point of the podcast is, that we are going to talk about your car, your experience mm-hmm. about the whole thing. Okay. And we are going to know about your mistakes and what what all the things that you came across while you know trying to build your car from scratch. Basically, mm-hmm. the whole journey. Basically, mm-hmm. yeah. how you got started why you actually started and all of that so pretty basic stuff um and yeah this it's purely for the listeners because we sort of identified that you know there's a huge culture which a lot of people or as i like to put it the casuals aren't aware of and True. Uh, you know a lot of people that are doing remarkable things in the uh, in that space yet they mm-hmm. aren't given the uh, coverage that you know you one would expect that them to get so that's what it's all about um mm-hmm. and yeah you are are one of our early early earliest guests on the show mm-hmm. so thank you so much for coming on board and thank uh, you for having me <laughs> i'm so happy yeah. that you guys thought that you know, my car was worth talking about <laughs> now nah, i mean no, you I, know if yeah. if, if, if this person that came up to my mind Like we were yeah. talking about talking to each other that okay let's think about people we can bring on board. So you're like okay mm-hmm. I have this friend and I, it's actually my friend's brother. Okay. And we talked about his car being a turbo charged X Y Z. So you mm-hmm. we'll talk about it later. You when you yeah. tell us about it all this thing. So we the first thing that we wanted to know wanted to talk about and wanted our listeners to know is that what is what is your journey you know been where did you start what was your initial ex- inspiration. and eventually your experiences with the car so my journey actually started when i was pretty young i was always into cars you know uh, one could say an enthusiast as such but i was always born and brought up around cars like my uncles and even my dad for that fact was always into cars and you know rallying and all that so That's it started from a very young age uh, i actually got into getting my first car when this was 8 years ago so this was just when i completed my uh, college okay so okay. i got into my first year degree and uh, the car we talking about the honda city initially i didn't buy it so it was actually my brother's car right. and i was gifted the car from him initially when it was just stock right. so this was when i was in college and you know having a honda city back then was a big thing yeah, <laughs> yeah definitely <laughs> so uh then once i started you know getting some amount of money and doing jobs and all that uh i eventually bought the car over from him right. and uh, 
so i actually started modding the car stage by stage uh so what happened i had a header and an ecu before that before i got the turbo okay so, so that then, was one of your first mods in the car so, yeah of, the of first ECU. mod was actually an intake it's a, it was just basic what uh, every the basic, yeah, yeah. Yeah. intake and a header <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah so you know it made the car really fun to drive but uh, it was you know i always felt it needed a little more power Yeah, sure. So then, yeah, sure. what happened? I started doing my own research, you know, getting into the car scene as such. I wouldn't call it a car scene, but talking to a few people, talking to friends, and all yeah. that. Uh, I was recommended. Uh, I I don't want to take out names of a garage, but uh, I, it wouldn't be right on my part because yeah, it's completely on. It's completely on. Yeah. So I left it to one of this reputable garage back then. Uh, this was like seven years ago, or I would say okay. six years ago. to get the car turbo and uh, so i got all the parts down i bought the parts myself a few parts uh, i had my cousin ship a few parts from the us this was the turbo okay. uh, i got the turbo directly from the us it was a garrett gtx if i'm not wrong i don't exactly remember because it's been a while yeah so i got the garrett turbo i got all the forged internals you know the whole shebang the intercooler the blow off valve the rdecu oh, everything everything needed to turbo the car yeah the entire kit so once i got the kit i left it to the guy who was going to build the car and he was actually pretty well known back then to do all these you know turbocharged cars and so this entire process took me 6 months Accul- accumulating the, the parts yeah accumulating the parts leaving the car to him all right. and all that uh and uh, my car if i'm not wrong is the only honda city with a four disc conversion uh, i'm not sure if anyone's done it till now because i haven't seen much so yeah. it had yeah it had a big brake disc uh, kit from the accord 2.4 for the front okay and uh, it had a rear disc conversion from the old vona so surprisingly the old vona and the city share the same uh, hub hub size for the back yeah So, so initially it was a drum brake. The rear it was yes, initially yes. So a drum brake. The stock VTEC comes with a drum drum brake. Okay. So then we swapped it over to you know the discs and all that, and I got the Showa suspension, uh, and I got custom springs made because right. I wanted it to be streetable. I didn't actually want like a drag car. I have a complete yes, yes. interior. I have a music system. I have a working air conditioning. All that. So the car performed brilliantly, and uh, I'm talking six years ago. All so right. we it was tuned by Race Dynamics. All it right. put out 290 at the wheels on the first run on okay. low boost, and this was pretty much you know unheard of back then. Like it was one of the very few turbo builds in Bangalore that was going on. So uh, Joel was just starting out seven years back. His uh, Honda wasn't completely developed to the beast it is now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So he was still, you know, uh, experimenting and you know getting his setup completely tuned for the track. Right now, his and setup I, is I off the charts. A, yes, yes. I had a blast with my car. Like you know, uh, <laughs> getting off the line from a traffic light was just pure bliss. Yeah, that would have been crazy. Having yeah, around three yeah. hundred horsepower at the wheels. Ex- exactly. That's the huge thing. Um, so what happened? to me was i drove the car like that for 2 years with absolutely no problems i daily did okay. in fact okay 
Mm. I put close to fifteen thousand kilometers on it after the initial turbo. After the turbo. After the turbo, and uh, it was brilliant. It had no issues, just minor service oil changes, you know, stuff like yeah. that. Uh, since I had a very good relationship with the initial builder of the car, um, I started to trust him a lot. And you know, when I used to leave the car, I I left it unsupervised. Alright. So I just used to be like, you know, okay, this part is gone. Can you please change it? Or you know, I need a service. Okay. Can you do this? I think about four years ago, if I'm not wrong, yeah, four years ago, I I felt the car was you know too laggy. So what would happen? The turbo was pretty big for the engine for the 1.6. Alright. So this is it one of the to... issues people come up with. That, okay, yes. They just get yes. a get a turbo without correct. compressor correct. mapping it the whole thing correct. and then correct. get it. Yeah. So what happened? The turbo was oversized for the capacity of the engine that I was running. And yeah. uh, I, if I'm being honest, it was a pain to drive in traffic because it uh -huh. was laggy. It used to heat. Yeah. And the problem I had, I had a high pressure fuel pump. If the fuel pump over, so you had the whole fuel line. This thing, the fuel yes, line yes, setup as well. I had the complete fuel line change to stainless steel and AM fittings, and you know the whole. Were you using flex fuel back then? No, 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 no. no. I was scene? running on. No, so I was running on pump gas, basic okay, whatever okay. shell V power or you know speed. Uh, okay. I I didn't I didn't run it on ninety seven octane because honestly I didn't have the budget for the fuel because I used to get like. Four kilometers yeah. a liter back then. That <laughs> low, you know? Yeah, uh, it was four in the city. Okay. And that was like spirited driving. If yeah. I was on a light foot, maybe seven. Okay. And back then, I, I, yeah, I was a college student and I didn't really have the money as such to splurge. Uh. <laughs> so what happened was I found the car to be too laggy and you know it wasn't enjoyable in traffic or in Bangalore to be more specific. Yeah. So four years ago, yeah, once I completed my degree and I got a job, I wanted to change the setup. So I left it back to the person who initially built it, and I told him, "Ki, listen, the turbo's too big. I want a suitable car, you know, make it a regular output wherein you can you know yes. daily drive it and move around the city." Yeah. And the maximum I pushed on the old turbo, uh, this was for one event. Uh, it was 345 or 350 at the wheel. I, I don't really remember the exact figures. And I didn't max out the turbo, but I maxed out my injectors and my fueling. Okay, so, so, so the turbo injector was, was running completely 90% yes. duty cycle. Yes. yes, it was almost at 90, 95%, which wasn't safe. Yeah. With oh, stock yeah, internals? Uh, no, no, it's forged. Okay. The, the internals were forged. Uh, I, had a, I had a cam also. I was running a cam too. Okay. Was it a high the, yeah. lift cam? No, no. High lift cams are for any. So yeah. you can't run a high lift cam on a turbo engine. Okay. You get a this is after you got the whole turbo. You yes, shifted yes, your yes. thing as well. Okay. You get a separate cam for the turbocharged engine. So I yeah. went that route. And yeah, that was the maximum I pushed. And honestly, the the turbo had a lot more left in it. Maybe I would say another hundred horsepower. But I ran out of fuel. Okay. And. So what happened, I wanted a complete, you know, daily drivable setup, enjoyable on the street. Because if I'm being honest, if anyone's going to build a car, 350 horsepower on Indian roads on our tires. So I was running Yokohamas back then because oh, I yeah. didn't have the budget to go for a Michelin and yeah. Michelins don't make any 15. So I was running a Yokohama as drive and yeah. uh, I had traction issues for like the first three years. <laughs> it didn't stick. Then I spoke to my builder and he's like, yeah, sir, we can get it done. I'll make it a street setup. 
so mm-hmm. what happened was he swapped out my turbo and he put a mitsubishi td04 which uh, i then um, found out was wasn't the original td04 but a replica from mm-hmm. china mm-hmm. and uh, i think my garret was worth maybe a lakh and 10000 back then if i'm not wrong 1000 1200 was the turbo with the customs and all that okay all right uh okay uh, i wouldn't want to diss on anybody but i didn't get that turbo back okay so oh, okay. i left the all car right. to him and he took another 6 months to build it all right and he swapped out all my parts all the forged internals all my cams my complete setup uh he removed it and he put like normal i i don't even know what to call it so he just so put like some oem parts yeah I, i think oem would be a step above what i had previously oh, so it yeah, was oh it was junk God. it was basic junk like you know we have this term called gujri right yeah yeah it was parts like that okay, okay so he oh put these parts in my car and uh, the car made 190 to the wheel If I'm not wrong, on uh, RD's dyno. Three from three fifty to one ninety. That's yeah, a huge. Yeah, three fifty to one ninety straight up. And uh, he said, "This is all the car can handle, or this is all the car can push, or whatever, and all that crap." Okay. So I took the car back, and what happened? I kept, you know, going back and forth. He, you know, where's my parts? Where's my turbo? And he's like, "Yeah, I have it. I have it. You can collect it, and all that." So okay. the back and forth happened for like a couple of months. and then uh, my head gasket gave up uh, so obviously that's I'm one of the crap. major problems on yeah. you know running a turbo so, wherein the head gasket bursts yeah. out and you have leak so i'm running crap parts obviously the head gasket gave up and you know i took the car to somebody else uh, who uh, he's actually based out of jayanagar uh, his call his his shop is called gear up okay. and i sat with him in gear up with the mechanic or whoever was building the car i myself unbolted everything learned with him sat with him took out all the parts uh all my parts from the cams to my pistons to my turbo including my lower control arm my upper control arms everything were from a crashed vehicle that oh, had right. the that had the stamp of you know these wreckers Absolutely. so whenever you go to a wrecking wrecking yard they have a stamp saying these parts are being crushed or they're going to be on gujri that's auction or something like that okay so i found all these parts and up to this point i had spent close to 4 lakhs on the car previously that was on the oh, garret really? turbo from starting yeah yeah oh, from starting that's okay. including my turbo my ecu my fueling everything the tuning all that okay. and the labor so this was what i had spent and then i found you know all these crap parts in my car and i was just honestly disappointed i didn't know what to say what to do then uh, i went back to oem i myself ordered all the parts from honda uh, it took me almost 40 45 days to get all the parts you know in sat there got it built again and uh, once it was built i took it to race concepts so i took it to joel because i i wanted him to have a look over what was done to the car and uh, on joel's dyno it made 220 at the wheels or low boost on that is with the oem internals yeah with the oem internals so stock internals 
the old turbo itself, the TD04 or whatever the replica that he had put, the the Chinese one. and uh, Joel just replaced the fuel pump. So the fuel pump I had before was some weird fuel pump. I don't even remember what it was. And then uh, he completely re retuned the car from scratch. So and did you he did change the injectors as well. No, uh, the injectors were good. So the injectors I had previously were good. So the those injectors are stock injectors or aftermarket? No, no, aftermarket, aftermarket. I think if I'm not wrong, there was somewhere around 350cc injectors. Okay, all right. So it made 220 on Joel's dyno and he was actually very surprised that, you know, the car made so much on the setup it was because it was stock. Basically, yeah, I didn't have cams. Yeah, I didn't have cams. I didn't have like completely forged internals and all that. So this was almost seven months ago. No, eight months ago, okay. if I'm not wrong. Then I drove the car for a couple of months and what happened was uh, the piston ring and cylinder one gave up and it started splurting oil and uh, coolant was getting mixed into the oil. Okay. So that blew up and right now I've got all the forged internals back. I started sourcing them and the previous setup that I had, I went to the guy who initially built the car. I had a huge argument, huge fight with him saying, all you know, right. give me my parts. Uh, it's high time. It's been like two years since you, yeah. you've been giving me It's been me a long story. time since he has kept all the parts. And yeah, all. exactly. It's a huge like, thing for an enthusiast yeah. as well to, you know, just exactly. give away the parts. I'm like, you know, please stop giving me all these stories. I just need all my parts back. So as of now, I've just got back the turbo. Okay. I still don't have my internals. I don't have my cams. I don't know what he's done with it. I don't have my stock seats. I don't have my stock steering, my stock brakes, okay. the brakes that initially came with the car. Okay. I have a, a complete list that I need to get back from him, which honestly at this point I've just given up because uh-huh. I'm sick of the back and forth and you know, the stories yeah, and all that. Totally Most of the viewers, they would like to know what, what were the challenges you faced when, you know, Procuring the parts of a particular turbo, like what, how did you get to know about the particular company wherein you want the internals from and all? Yeah. So see, uh, Honda builds are really, really easy because there is so much aftermarket support and so many forums. And see, when I started out, it was a challenge because in India, a turbocharged car was not unheard of, I would say, but very rare to find. And, you know, that was one difficulty that I had. So uh, I had to go through multiple forums, you know, Google, talk to my friends abroad, figure out. So basically the D15B blocks that we use, yeah, it's used a lot in Malaysia and Thailand. Okay. So there is a lot of aftermarket support from Malaysia and Thailand. So I sourced my clutch kit from them. Uh, I got a stage three, if I'm not wrong. Yeah, stage three XCD yeah, clutch. Right now. Okay, XCD clutch. Yeah, yeah. yeah. XCD clutch. Uh, I sourced that from Malaysia and a good friend from there, you know, got it down himself when he was traveling. See, the one advice I can give you guys is if you're going to source parts, yeah. try getting it from people who are traveling abroad because you'll save a lot on customs. Okay. Yeah, that, that's there. That's definitely there. Yeah. So... The parts are readily available. All you have to do is research it and, you know, figure out what kind of setup you want. If you're looking for a drag setup, you can always go that route. And, you know, there are cars in India that are making 600, 700 wheel, front wheel drive, Hondas. Yes, yes, yes. And they're running amazing. Yeah. (laughs) That is definitely that route. But, you know, if you guys are looking for a daily driver, 
stick to the 300 mark anything above that is honestly risky yeah. not just for the car but you know for our driving conditions our roads yeah, considering the potholes yeah, and other it's, it's not worth <laughs> going so much would you so suggest the listeners that you know when you are having so much wheel loss power say mm-hmm. 300 wheel loss power is huge you you need is it necessary to have a you know setup wherein a suspension setup a whole geometry setup of the suspension wherein it can handle so much power at the wheels yeah definitely so like i said in the start the first thing i did was you know change my brakes <laughs> and my yeah. suspension so i went showa complete uh, front and rear coil overs okay. and with a custom damping and custom you know uh, spring lid so right. the first thing i would suggest don't chase power that's my advice mm-hmm. to anybody who wants to start a build yeah go go with you know your basic mods like okay the coilover setup is expensive but trust me it's worth it it makes a night and day difference on what a car can do so a car that's running you know 300 horsepower with crappy suspension and brakes will easily be outrun by you know a stock or you know maybe a car with 150 horsepower with brilliant suspension and brakes and i'm talking you know on the curves not the straight line yeah anyone can go fast in the straight line that yeah that's yeah. not where the fun is right so what i would suggest is start with your suspension start with your brakes get a good base you can always start adding power after that yeah yeah definitely what are your top 3 mods and top 3 uh, mistakes that a newcomer can avoid so the top 3 mods for any anyone who's going to start off the first one are tires invest in a good set of tires trust me it's worth it say if they are running 14 inch should they upsize yes. so 16? i would say go go yeah go 1 inch above stock so if you're running 14s go 15s so i have a polo gt right now apart from the city so it came with 16s and i'm running 17s right now with michelin pilot sport 4s tires the grip they provide is amazing it makes your car so much better to drive and it is so much better at stopping so the first thing i would say is change your tires don't cheap out on tires wait wait for a while save up go for a good set of tires the next would be good brakes you can yeah, go fast yeah, but yeah. if you don't stop there's no point in it right there's no yeah. point of going fast going fast yeah. so, there's definitely yeah so coming to the mistakes the first one i can give you is don't trust anyone blindly no matter how experienced they are how reputed they are be there when the car's built yeah at least if not through the entire process make sure you're there at least once a week or once in you know 10 days yeah figure yeah. out what's going on this was the first one uh the second one don't cheap out on parts guys and when i say don't cheap out on parts like i said tires suspension yeah see uh i agree you're going to save a little bit of money but at the end of the day what i went through is when you put a cheap part Six months down the line, it's just going to go bad. The reliability is not talking, there. Yeah, when you're talking high horsepower and you know high builds or whatever whatever you say, like you know a drag setup or a rally setup and all that, reliability is key. I have seen so many of my friends whose cars are blown up on dynos, blown up on the drag strip, because you know they were trying to save a little bit of money, but at the end of the day, it's going to cost them twice as much to replace it. Yeah. So even if it takes a little bit, little bit more time and you know a little bit more, more of effort on your side, go for it. Don't try to cheap out. Okay, I, I would, 
you can skimp in like things that don't really matter to your performance. I would say, you know, when you're going for a good set of seats. So a good set of seats would cost you 30, 40,000 uh, name brands. Fine, skimp on that. It doesn't matter because, you know, at the end of the day, yeah, it's going to give you a good driving pleasure, but it wouldn't hurt the car. Yeah, true. Right? right. The same thing with your steering or your music system, things like that is fine. But when you're talking about internals, turbos, or even your, you know, clutch kits for that matter. So say you're running a 200 or 250 horsepower car and you want to run on a stock clutch. It's obviously not going to hold. Yeah, right? Definitely not going to hold. Yeah, true, true. So what I'm running wouldn't be comfortable for the next person to drive. So what I would yeah, say is... You eventually know, comes down to the person who's driving the vehicle. Yes, yes. And, and it's, all, it's also your complete preference on how you drive. You know, what's, what kind of driving style you have. The third one would be do your research. Spend some time, read about it, read about yeah. what you want. First, visualize your build. So mo yeah. most of us, what, okay, including me, I'm the prime example of this. I built the car first. So I sent the car to the garage first, and then I thought about what I want to do to it. Okay. But do it the other way around. Figure out what you want to get done first what you want your car to do. So like I said, the first setup, I didn't have any idea. I didn't do any research. I just wanted the biggest turbo, you know, chasing horsepower. I didn't realize what it meant on the street or on the car itself, how much pressure the car's going to take, right? Figure out what, where your passion lies. So some people love to drag race. I, I'm not really an enthusiast of, you know, drag races. I rather prefer a good autocross or a good rally. I would, I actually enjoy that more than a drag. So figure out where your passion lies, build your car according to that. That would be the third one. And yeah, do your research guys. Just take your time. Reach out to people. There are experts. I would say, you know, people who are well-versed who've been doing this for years. One can be race concepts. If you guys are building Hondas, Joel is the guy, you know, talk to him. He, the knowledge he has on Hondas is amazing. Reach out yeah, to Yeah. Coming to Polos, if you guys are building Polos, Code 6 is one of, you know, the okay. upcoming names right now. Uh, like yeah, even the, heard... the Suzuki and Maruti scene in, in, in Bangalore itself is run by, I guess, uh, Six Mile Customs. Yes. Yeah. Thomas, Six Mile. Again. Yeah, six Mile. Six Mile. Uh, he, he's also a dealer for Ironman, Zach. So yeah. your off-road builds, you know, Prad is one of the big names in off-road. I left my tar to them. So my complete my tar is completely done by Prad. Okay. There are multiple, you know, reputed dealers or reputed builders. My polo is done by Bellevue Customs, Bellevue Performance. They are like okay. one of the leading right now. They, they are uh, on par with e-tuners, you know. Uh, both of them do some amazing work for German cars. So I okay. got my car tuned by them. Uh, through this company called Tune to Race, they're based out of the UK. And I, <laughs> you guys might find it funny, but I got my Polo tuned at 700 kilometers, right from the factory. <laughs> I took oh. the car, I took delivery of the car. The, I changed my wheels in the showroom itself. I swapped out oh. my wheels to Sparkos in the showroom, <laughs> and you know I just did the basic run-in, the 700 kilometer run-in that was required straight to yeah. Bellevue. 
my cars run 9000 kilometers oh. now i don't have one issue not one code nothing so you know there yeah. are really so really good companies running on a standalone or is it a piggyback easy you're running uh, is no, it completely standalone easy or a piggyback we flashed no no i got okay, my issue really flash okay fine yes yes so i'm running a complete uh, stainless steel exhaust from these guys called prores customs Okay, Prores Customs. So, yeah. Prores Customs are based out of Bangalore. I have a full system exhaust, uh, DCAT. I'm not running a CAT right now. I have okay. a Sparco, Sparco carbon fiber intake. Um, I have a case port fully adjustable coilovers. I have uh, EBC right. brakes and uh, a stage two tune from Tune to Race, both for the ECU and the DSG. Okay. And yeah, I. basically i have like uh, the oem paddle shifters i got it replaced with the passat steering wheel okay so i have yeah i have the paddle shifters right now uh yeah apart from that the ebc brakes yeah that's it so the polo is running a stage 2 build uh i'm in talks with a few people uh belview performance so we want right. to change the turbo out right now but the problem is nobody has developed a turbo for the 1.2 tsi so 1.2 tsi okay yeah but you can yeah. look up the turbos which are there the mitsubishi turbos the td04 which run on a lower level even the td03 yeah. so the, the problem with that is uh, the ecu won't recognize it so even if i swap the turbo out the boost levels and all that is going to be a big headache and you know uh, so one major flaw in the polo especially in india it doesn't run in intercooler so the 1.2 okay, then you have to do the yeah, plumbing it again it doesn't run in intercooler and you know it gets heat soaked so any any yeah, car yeah yes yes yeah so you you can't really swap it out and another limiting factor is dsg anything above 250 nm your dsg is bound to fail okay okay so your your dsg gives out that's another on the gears as well the whole you yeah, you, you can change the whole i brought another gearbox for the whole issue yeah another but that, gearbox, that's eventually going to cost up yes another gearbox from vw is folax <laughs> so <laughs> that's going to be a huge thing so yeah like i said there are a lot of really good companies really good people who are building some amazing cars right now so talk to people man uh, that's the only advice i can give you yeah so just just text people man i mean everyone's going to reply guys love it when you know somebody compliments their so, car or you know yeah, yeah. <laughs> talks about their car no one's going to be like no i'm not going to help you yeah that, that's yeah, right back, they're like really good experienced people talk to them get an idea of the build you want to get going and then start you know buying your parts or you know leaving your car to somebody to get it done that's like the major advice it has been a, a very informative session for us as well because yeah. we are also eventually getting into the whole enthusiast scene where we get to learn from people and you know honestly i didn't know about the whole malaysian sector where they're using the d series engine and you can know yeah after market parts from there so especially for you know the hondas um yeah. malaysia malaysia thailand that's like one really good aftermarket support uh coming to your polos and your germans they are everywhere dude so uk is like yeah, the number one yeah, you have right. like major companies like you know racing line tune to race atm yeah like you know apr apr is another upcoming thing right now they have like one of the craziest builds 
especially for your octavias so you know just do your research guys whatever it is you guys can be into off road or germans or you know even jdm just yeah. take some time out talk to people you guys are doing an amazing job so nice. hopefully you know you a lot of you know, get into this section wherein people actually understand before getting into the whole scene and not blow up more engines yeah 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 exactly <laughs> <laughs> basically that's the only thing that's the advice i can give you guys so okay, like the takeaway points are don't buy cheap parts start slow do your research yeah and uh, don't trust anyone blindly is, yeah the main thing would be build your car in stages enjoy it yeah so when when you build it all at once you can't really tell the difference between what one mod does to the next yeah yeah, yeah. so say you get a good set of coilovers yeah, yeah. get a good set of coilovers you'll know the difference you'll know how your car's going to react you know how your car you'll get used to the car yeah you know so do it at a stage by stage enjoy the car enjoy your build at the end of the day we're all just having fun guys I guess it's time to wrap it up, and you know, yeah, man, hope for more sessions with you. We'll next time, next time we are back, we'll talk about your car. We'll talk about your Polo. Today's takeaway was for us was actually getting to the Honda scene, wherein we know mm-hmm. about the D series engine and what your. It's the most this thing you've run. The most yeah. even vehicle here is the Honda. Yeah, the, the Honda. The Honda yeah. yeah. Thank you so much for being on the Untitled Car. Thank you Thanks. so much, Shetaj. Thank you, guys. Thank you. Thank you. Try Thank safe. You.